What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fly Casual. It's time to get big and grow up because we've got reviews and we've got rumors. So turn off the sensitivity. We are going to have Garrick review Marvel Rogue One. We're going to do Screaming Citadel 1, Star Wars 31, Poe Dameron 15. We've got rumors about the EU, Han Solo updates, Shivi Palpatine, none other returning to the franchise. And I would like to say that no moms were harmed in the recording of this episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! For whatever reason, Howie and I are doing the Numa Numa dance up in here. It's happening. You can't not do the Numa Numa dance. We're doing uh, it, everybody. I... I I can refrain. I have no Take your hands off the steering wheel and do the Numa Numa dance. My 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 Just saying. How do I have an innate ability to know when to stop doing whatever song we're singing at the exact same moment? Yeah. We did that going up the stairs singing Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. We both stopped at the exact same point. We are in sync like the band. I know. We are in sync oh, like episode which, two in the cantina. That's which right. Which one's Joey? Was there a Joey Dude, in Dude, I'm name? Joey Fatone, bro. I got fat right okay, in the name. Yeah, right in the you're name. Joey. Yeah. That means Mike is uh, Lance. Right? <laughs> I was going to say Mike's <laughs> hey, Lance Bass. Wait. First, okay. first I'm and Justin, those are the I'm, two in sync people I'm I know the name that. of. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm Justin, of course, guys. Justin. Yeah. I'm, I'm the other one. Yeah. JT. Yeah. Oh, no, what was the other one? I don't Is know, the Backstreet Boys. The ugly one. Uh, the ugly one. So and so. Was, that Mar- was, was Marky Mark the fourth one? Yes. No, Joey Fatone, man. I, no, good. that was the first one we said. Are you even what? on this podcast? I, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently. I better introduce everybody so everybody knows that Mike's not here. Right, everybody? Right. Oh, there he is. There, oh, there, he, is. there he is. We found him. He's been here all along in our butts. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, I'm there. drinking Diet Coke tonight instead of scotch. I know. Dude. So hot. I know. No wonder. Not cool. Makes sense. But in the meantime, welcome to Fly Casual, episode number 138. I'm your host, Mr. What? Corey T. Wilson. Corey T. Wilson, don't talk over my name. Don't you talk <laughs> over my name, Michael. Well, at least you got it right this time. The people, my name. Shocked. I know. I'm I messed my name up. We're at episode 138. How what? does that happen? We are old and uh, oh uninteresting, gosh. mostly. We're coming up on our anniversary, guys. Are we? When was our anniversary? I think it was like June 5th. June. Was it June? Really? June 5th. Yeah. It's been 50 years, guys. Yeah. I was going to say, how, how have we done together. this for 55 years now? Uh, we started 15 years before. I mean, I'm not even that old. We had a time machine, apparently. 74 know. and a half years now. It's just unbelievable. We were Star Wars years. fans before George Lucas was a Star Wars fan. Wow. Yeah. It is yeah. unbelievable. He was vacationing in Hawaii at the premiere. So and that is 22 <laughs> years before 96. That's right. Five, carry the four, divided by three. Yeah, right. Math, math checks out. Yeah, yep. it does. I'm your Nailed host, it. Corey. T. Math and stuff over there, oh, struggling I, to I, sound. Wilson. Hey, you know, hey, oh, <laughs> let's go. Are you Talk sure you haven't been drinking scotch? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> How old's that can of Diet Coke there, guys? I just, I just, it's the expiration date. Right. It expired, like it expired, a a, expired on Mike's fifth birthday, a.k.a. 1927. <laughs> He's old. Yep. 
Did they have Diet Coke in 1927? I'm sure they didn't. It was a roaring 20s, bud. It was yep. roaring straight into Aspartown. Yeah. Right into yeah. the Depression. <laughs> That's right. right. Over there's Michael J. Archibald, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, follow that up, butt munch. No, because I know you're going to talk over me. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'll be quiet. Watch me. Ah, ah. Butt munch? You heard that since sixth grade. Funky butt loving? Yeah, you I just want. I just want people to know that my mom is alive and well. No thanks to Gary. <laughs> it's a miracle! <laughs> is she, though? She had you. Is she really alive? Oh, <laughs> she's dead inside. Dead inside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For the record, uh went upstairs and my wife was very still on the couch, so no word in yet on whether my wife is still alive or not. Did you poke her with a stick? Uh, I didn't have a stick handy, and I didn't want to get too close in case she started biting. So well, then That's should've later sent, tonight, should've, anyways. Should have sent Howie over. Yep, um, Howie. Howie, yeah, yeah, go, go, find, pick a switch off the tree. All right, <laughs> like Grandma used to say. Yep, pick go, a switch off the tree. Go That's pick right. a switch. Oh, there, Master Control, Miss Stephen J. Howie. Well, um, I have another story. Oh no, um, about NSYNC. Oh boy, uh, sweet. I love NSYNC the, stories. There, the the name NSYNC is the the last letters of the all the band name members. Oh, Nathan. Justin, Nate? Justin, Chris, Joey, Jason, and JC. Make. <laughs> Again? Oh my gosh. I that couldn't resist. Bomb. I couldn't resist. It's work. Oh, my size. It work my head. Speaking of, speaking of bites, across the pond and down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. I'm the I'm Justin Timberlake to your Britney Spears guys. <laughs> Wait a oh, minute. Oh really? Yeah. Wait a I minute. I think they were they were together for a while. So you're you're together with all up. three of us? Yeah. That sounds about right. Got married in Vegas, maybe. I got dibs on the- bald crazy Britney Spears. That way <laughs> Britney, yeah. Britney, Britney, Britney Spears. That way it uh justifies why I let Garrick all upons. Because I was already <laughs> losing it. I was going crazy, yeah. shaving my head, flashing my hoo ha at the at the paparazzo. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, sexy. Welcome to Fly Casual. <laughs> You're Speaking of sexy, light speed fix. It's time to talk some reviews. Hey man, hey hey man. hey man, talk hey, to man. me. Why well, are you ignoring re- me? Well, I got some reviews, guys. <laughs> I got this is such one. an in joke. Half the people on the podcast don't even know it, but I that's okay. I don't even get it. Yeah, yeah I don't know what you're talking about. I think yeah, you're just being either. offensive. Talk to me. Hop along, Cassie. Talk Let's get this me, going. Gary. All right, here we go. So we got four comics that came out. Four. Four. One, two, four. Three, four. We had Rogue One, two. <laughs> had- are we doing this again? <laughs> really? Raving Citadel, one. Star Wars. 31 two. and Poe. Uh, what, what are we up to? 15. 15. Uh, Poe, po, yeah, we're up to too many. That's what we're up yeah, to. 15. Which yeah. is funny because I thought the series was going to end at 15. I made that prediction. I was incorrect. Lord. That's right. Because people, so far, we don't know. When it comes to comics, people love garbage. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I said it. No, I'm not ripping on Rogue. comics. I'm ripping on comics fans. It's a much safer route. Trust me. Hey, man. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Buy all the comics. I know it. Even the 
stupid button thing. See, that's what stupid. I said. Anyway, yeah, Rogue One Two came out. Yeah, and it was just like the movie. So there you go. There one. we go. All right, wrap <laughs> yeah, it up. It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, uh, the issue one had a couple extra scenes. Issue two, yeah, no, it's just well, the, there was one scene or one little uh, panel in there that I thought I liked is where uh, I guess it was uh, Jen remembering her past yeah, a little flashback. Yeah. Yeah. And it had Sagra yelling, yelling at uh, Senator Organa and Leia was there as well. Little, little baby Leia. Oh yeah. Uh, it was the little, yeah. Baby Leia and baby, baby like, mm-hmm. yeah. Jen. I was like, Oh, that was, that'd be cool. If like, you know, they took her in and her and Leia became buddies, but you know, that didn't happen. That did not happen. So yep, they could have a new spinoff called could've... Little Rebels. Oh, oh, I would so watch that. Rebel Babies. <laughs> no voice allowed. No Wookiees allowed. Yeah, so, yeah. Get out of here, Wookster. Yeah, so I still like the art in the in the comic. I still think it's good. Yeah. And it captures the, the movie. It's more like a paraphrasing of the movie. It's still pretty oh, good. Shizzle. Yeah, it is. Check it out. I like this much better than Force Awakens. Oh, yes. Much better. The art alone makes it. So Yes. Yeah. Moving Absolutely. on. Had a new comic come out. Hooray! Brand new art. Screaming Citadel Numero Uno. And for our non-Spanish speakers, that means the one. Oh, okay. I'm there now. Number yeah. one. Like the card game. When you have one left, you say Uno. A lot of people don't know that. That means one card left. I say numero uno, but now I feel like I'm just wasting time or someone could get the jump on me. Yeah. yeah then you have to draw two. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going to break this down. You guys ready? <clears throat> Am yeah. I ever? Oh, here we go. Yeah. We start with a new arc with the voluptuous Dr. Afra taking Luke oh, on a date gee. to a totally not vampire castle run by totally not Toreador clan vampires. <laughs> totally. We're here to ask for a favor. And if I know anything about anything about fantasy... You never ask favors from people that look like supernaturally gifted quasi-immortal beings. That's right. Like rule number one. (laughs) That is right there at the top. Had it underlined twice. But the tried and true way to deal with the preternatural doesn't stop Afra from offering up Luke to the mysterious Harley Quinn cosplaying queen. And the, no, for really, they're not really vampires, is pleased with the gift that Afra's uh, offering of the wannabe Jedi. So they decide to give them sucker for the night. But during the undead of night, Luke and Afra's host perform a ritual most dark because, yeah, they're like totally vampires and stuff. <laughs> I was not expecting yeah. that. Yeah, they're vampires, guys. Yeah. What's with yeah. all the vampires in Star Wars? <laughs> there's vampires in Star Wars? Uh, now there are. Yeah, dude. Dude, there's like, there's always every, every science fiction like property vampires. at some Look, point has she's vampires. She's not a vampire. She's just a little goth, okay? She's white court, dude. Yeah. Oh. yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's a succubus. Yeah, yeah, she was she was drawing she was feeding on emotions. Well, good thing she something. wasn't black court because yeah, yeah, and just eats or red people. court for that yeah. matter. Yeah, it was really good thing she's not red court. Yeah, or jade court. Yeah, don't know anything about yeah. them yet. Anyway, yeah, so this one I thought it was a pretty good issue. The yeah. art was amazing. Yeah, like, uh, probably yeah, best best yeah. in a while. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the the storyline was pretty cool. I mean, the Afra, of course, you know, rescues Luke from a bar where he's getting uh, beat up by some aliens because that's what Luke does. Have they done the, the done the horizontal mambo yet? Oh, I so hope so. <laughs> it's a number five. She was actually pretty. 
Uh, she was pl- pretty flirty with him the whole time. Yeah, I don't know yes. if that's uh, dude. They've been setting this up for the long con. Yeah, this one. Well, well, that's yeah. why I'm saying I I don't know. I mean, we had the revelation about Afra a couple issues ago, and I was like, that seemed like a little premature to me because of this coming up. It seemed like that they, they should have held off on that to keep the, I don't know, mystery about it going mm-hmm. a little bit. So yeah. yeah, it's like I see them flirty now. Well, of course, I don't know. Maybe she. Swings both ways. I don't, I don't know. It could happen. Yeah. So yeah, Good. basically, Afra's, uh brings this queen every year, puts on a, an event where someone has to bring her something that is intriguing, like something she's never seen before, uh, and then she'll grant them one favor. So she brings Luke up because you know the Jedi are all extinct for a very long time, and she brings Luke and like, oh look, he's a Jedi. Uh, and she's like, okay, good. I like that. That's a good one. Everyone leave. So then they stay the night and all that. But yeah, I thought it was a good issue. The story seems pretty cool. Bonus I mean, points for the it, fact that she refers to Darth Vader as tall, dark, and genocidal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 dialogue is really good. The the, yeah. um, the writing is awesome. I, everything was pretty good. I like the. I was a little um, hesitant to get on board with the goth, you know, horror know. type genre. This this comic book kind of falls into, but. But, you know, the title is Screaming Citadel. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, come on. If that doesn't say, uh, you know, Forgotten (laughs) Realms novel, I don't know what does. Yeah, that's pretty good. Definitely check it out. Uh, It's a good, good, good arc. I'm all in, man. I'm looking forward to the the next issue, which. uh, Well, Mike. (laughs) I don't have to wait long. Good news. (laughs) All right. Star Wars 31 came out, which is a continuation of the Screaming Citadel arc. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, are you kidding ready? me? They're already Marvel <laughs> Robot House. Oh yeah, this is a crossover, man. Oh, yeah, it's going everywhere. I hate going it. Star Wars and Afra, and I guess those are the only two. They try to make their comic series into Pokemans. Got to catch them all, otherwise you have no idea if the story's coherent or not. What's wrong with that? I like <laughs> catch them all. Damn Pikachu. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars 31. You guys ready for me to break this one down? Do it do it we continue our screaming citadel arc with han leia worried that luke has gone off and got himself in trouble again that precocious little scamp the duo notices sana is acting a little strange because she knows exactly where afra and luke went and it's not good because you know vampires three soon jet off and the falcon to rescue their wayward farm boy meanwhile in the vampire castle luke and dr a are sitting down to eat some breakfast because they forgot rule number two of dealing with the preternaturally gifted Never eat anything they offer. Jeez, read a read a book, guys. Come on. Or a comic. They soon least. find out this is a test. Well, duh, these are the canites. That's kind of what they do. And Luke is about to eat one, be one head short of a full body before he whips out some force and upends the whole meal table. Mm. Only it wasn't Eggs Benedict on his plate. It was Bugs Benedict. Like poisonous bugs that mm. jump on him. But Dr. A and Luke escape wow. the dining hall in the commotion, only to be stopped short of the gateway by a gaggle of vampire ghouls ready to tear them limb for limb. I just hope Luke remembered his black gloves of feral claws because some NPCs are about to lose some humanity points. Bum, bum, bum. You know what all listeners should do is try to, <laughs> while Garrick reviews these, click on the links on the show notes at betterkind.com and actually try to <laughs> scroll through the comic at the speed that he reviews it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it's like a different plane of reality <laughs> yeah dude it's it like playing up. the record backwards while watching wizard of oz yeah yeah like playing the, the record backwards 
Was it Pink Floyd? Is yeah, that... sure. I think you're just supposed to actually Dark play the record. The I don't think you're supposed to play it backwards. No, you play it backwards, man. No, that well, you're, that's the Beatles. That's Paul. He's oh, dead. Man. Paul is dead. That's that one. He is dead. Mm-hmm. They got a new Paul. He's actually the only one that's not. No, wait. Ringo's only dead inside. So. But yeah, yeah the art in these is, is really he great. Still alive? <laughs> yeah. Star Wars 31. Yeah, has the Salvador La Roca, uh, who did the Vader comic. Yeah, I think he's actually improved his he's art the since one, then. Well, yeah, he's the one that created. I mean, he was the first one to draw the um, the Africa uh, character. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, this really. is the original kind of book for her. So. He really yeah, so. tries to stretch the normal range of facial expressions that you see in comics. <laughs> yeah, he Which, does. In comics, you usually, there's usually three facial expressions. There's surprised. There's <laughs> angry with teeth pursed together. And then they're standing there in darkness, like confused. Like I just came back from the dead, but like the uh, range of emotions on both Luke and Afro and their facial expressions and the shading on the faces. That's something you don't often see. Yeah, the colorist is pretty pretty sweet his, on this one. His, yeah. yeah, his art is interesting because the up-close faces are amazing, but yeah. far away, they're, like, really weird. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. that's exactly <laughs> like they're right. Like, they're, like, picture, like a picture, picture-perfect face up close, and then right. <laughs> it's just weird. But, but, uh, but see, I look at that like as, like, they're prioritizing away. the expressions to actually be yeah, meaningful, exactly. and I, I dig that. I really do. Which is cool because the, the main chick in the, the book, the, the vampire queen lady, oh, her up-close face mean, was, like, you mean Padma Dracula? Padmacula? Padme makeup with literally Gary Oldman Dracula butt hair. <laughs> she has the butt hair. You don't sit down to eat with a vampire with butt hair. I'm just saying. No, that's like rule number three. Yeah. Never eat with a vampire butt hair. Yeah, but her up close face is like haunting. It's the, the art is just so good. I really but. want a Sith vampire now. Yeah, maybe we can somehow probably done that in the EU somewhere. Maybe we can somehow mix uh, White Wolf games with the uh, with with the uh, Mandalorian armor. Wasn't wasn't Darth Nihilus kind of uh, and and uh, the Sith Emperor both sort of like incubus Sith vampires? Yeah, they kind of ate the life out of people. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Because he had that hunger. I want the Force blood sucking. Oh, you want want blood sucking? You want like someone like. Like pulling the Vita through the air, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm weak from lack of precious blood. <laughs> <laughs> a good game. Anyway, yeah. So good book. Uh, Asana, I'm kind of curious of what her past relationship with yeah. Dr. Afra is. Because there's a say, lot was... of hints dropped in this book. Yeah. There's something more or to She knows friendship. something about that or her. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe something. they dated or something. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that would that be way too easy. I'm hoping that's not it, but <laughs> there's <laughs> something going on that they're going to drop. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's to look forward to. It's a pretty cool issue. Love the, the you know, BT1 and triple zero at the end. They're like, hey, <laughs> they kind of kept. Are we allowed uh, to? I can't remember. Are we, these guys are friends? We to, or? Are we, is there, they have like a standing order to kill rebels? Like, is, is that so good, Dr. Alpha? <laughs> on Solo and we got to kill him. That's the thing, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah, good issue. Still liking it. Uh, interesting art take on the Star Wars universe. So, quick, yeah. Garrick, we better get to reviewing Poe Dameron before my burdens. I prevent, know you guys Before my burdens have been prevent further cool. cumbrance. <laughs> man if you guys have not played 
Oh man. Vampire the Masquerade Redemption. Yep, there you go. Just for all one listener one. that we have. <laughs> Let's play that game. <laughs> play that game. It These is the best game jokes. ever. It still holds up. It does. Right? Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> it sustains me. Yes. <laughs> Vukud Lock. Okay, moving on. Poe Dameron. Night, it burns us. Anyway, yeah, Post 15 came out. So I know you guys have been looking forward to this, so I left it the best for last. So you guys ready for this one? Yeah. You guys ready for Poe? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Poe and his gang of resistant fighters have run out of fuel, and Leia sends his ragtag group on a milk run to get some. And by milk, I mean fuel. Yeah, I mean fuel because it's a metaphor, Mike. Come on. Oh, oh, gotcha. The Black Squadron gang heads out to a smuggler friend of theirs only to find her ship has been abandoned. Also, there's a bomb on board, courtesy of Terex's lady friend in the First Order. <laughs> a bomb that will detonate if they slow down dun, dun, because dun. it's speed, the movie. But instead of calling Keanu in to help, the Black Squadron decides to use their last drop of fuel to get the stolen fuel back. And they're getting ready for rush hour. Oh, yeah. Poe Dameron. That was it, huh? <laughs> that was a comic. That's what happened. That was... That I was would like to say... Like, that, oh, man, we I'm, don't have no fuel. I'm pretty yeah, sure that fuel. the same drawing of Leia was copy-pasted and reversed on, like, three different pages in this comic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, let's say the, the least The least offensive drawing they, they yeah. copied. Actually, the, the artist, uh, I think it's Angel. That's how... It, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's it reads Angel Unzueta. It's the guy who, who does a pretty good job on the Poe book, I think. He did the last one and this one. I don't know if he's staying on permanently, but I think his art's a lot better than whoever was doing it before. He really, really good with the that's face. That's about as the best you can say about this comic. Yeah, a, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's some really <laughs> standout. The there's some really standout panels where uh, it looks like, you know, someone went into Gary's mod and just freaked out some weird models from like <laughs> Team Fortress 2. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at one. Who's the uh, who's the the black clad imperial chick? Uh, I don't know if they ever give her name. Oh, the, she's, yeah. she's a noob in this one. Yeah, she she appeared in the. Right, I well, think this is her first appearance. Oh no, she appeared in the last one. We'll just call her. Uh, we'll call her Lieutenant Rousey or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. sure. Uh, there's one. <laughs> yeah, Garrett got it. She does. She's it. like very yeah. a very very muscular neck. It reminds me of Ronda Rousey, but. There's a couple of panels where like she just looks like she's like having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> and also I don't know, she has like a different eye, like a weird eye. I know, she looks like yeah. that in all the panels. It's, it's like squinty. I know well, I think one one's mechanical. like cybernetic yeah. or something, but yeah. and she's Maybe also got, got a cybernetic salt. buddy. And that's uh, Terex. Oh, that's Terex? Okay. Yeah, he got a brain implant, so he, he's kind of like low yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also, right. real, real heavy, heavy contours on all of the people. Yeah. And I but look at that Snap Wexley, man. He nailed yeah, Snap. That snaps on there, baby. man. He, look at that. He sexy put a lot of Wexley. time and effort into that. Yeah, man. His he knows character. where it's at. Actually, he no. knows what the fans love. I'm afraid that both eyebrows are on the same level, which means it cannot be Greg. G -g 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 -g. Because if it were, he'd be doing the one eyebrow up and one eyebrow well, he's down. Got, he has one like that he's, does that. that. Like he's fat the rock. Yeah. Or there is a panel that has him. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm good. As long he's, as we can check that off the list. Well, he's a better actor in the comics. Which is <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nicely done. Yeah. So that was Poe. Still reading it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's right, there. That's, that's, it. that's what I got. I, I wish you would have been right. I wish that fifteen would have been it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, totally, the last issue was there. Totally issue is a so panel good. where Snap is in the very middle, front and center, yep. with the eyebrow up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Do you smell what the Wex is cooking? <laughs> Apparently. Oh man. Okay, I take it all back. I take. <laughs> they got it nailed. Oh, it's good to see someone appreciate the little things. <laughs> or in this case, the really big things. Yeah, that's yeah. Is that a fat joke. I'm they allowed could, one every now and then. Okay, we can make fun they of could, our own. They could yeah. do me a solid and just end this, but yeah. They need to focus on a different character. <laughs> I'm, I'm, po tired, in the po I'm tired yeah. of collecting this comic, man. I'm tired of collecting this comic. Uh, here, yeah. I, I got an answer for you. Stop. Stop. I, I, I can't. Oh, man. I can't. I'm too, I'm, I'm in too deep. <laughs> yeah. I hate $5 bills. <laughs> I hate them. Like if they made, okay, if they, <laughs> if they made this into a comic just about Black Squadron and it's like the X-Wing novels, I think they no, would, there's no would salvaging enjoy. this, man. No, there's yeah. no salvaging. I know, but if they would have, if they would have made it like all about the camaraderie and the, uh, you know, this you know how the, how each individual acts just do it like maybe a comic about each character every now and then just i just don't think it, they were ready for invested. i don't think they were ready for a comic in this time this time frame because no, absolutely the, the three movies aren't out yet so there's not really much they can do they can they're just flitting around in this very narrow <laughs> path and they're yeah. not at war but they're after each other I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense <laughs> no, it does. that's enough about poe i think oh. we I know. I'm sorry, Corey. We can still talk about Poe if you want. Uh, no, I'll get over it somehow. Really, I will. A good actor. We can talk about sexy Wexley. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll talk about him all day. Yeah. It's, time yeah. the, it's time for the Porkins Bite of the Week. Oh. Yeah. I hope it's about sexy Wexley. That'd be awesome. I don't know if y'all know this, but I don't know what sexy Wexley is. So. <laughs> Y'all seen that Empire Strikes Back movie? Oh, yeah, I did. You know, there's a scene where everything's going all to hell in a handbasket on the Cloud City, and everybody's mm -hmm. running out every which way. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if y'all know this, but there's a dude in an orange jumpsuit, takes a corner, uh -huh. looks real concerned, and I'm sure in that situation, as we could all identify, you're going to grab the things that are most meaningful to you, and this gentleman... Felt really connected to his home ice cream maker. <laughs> <laughs> Hard heard to come by a good ice cream maker. I know. Especially in Cloud City. Yeah. Like a premium. <laughs> That's outside the normal trading routes. I'm getting normal stuff. It's about out there. the metals it was made. Cloud City of. ice cream is known galaxy wide <laughs> was it a, as was the it best city ice dunium? cream. It was a dunium ice cream. Dunium, maker. Yes. Oh. It was a dunium ice cream. Maker. Oh, dunium. It the hurts me. Dunium it, core. It hurts me deep. That was actually probably the only thing about the Thrawn novel that I, every time I read that word, I groaned audibly. Dunium. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Huh. It's just I didn't like the word. It's like the name Poe Dameron. It just better than unobtainium. Well, <laughs> as long as we're going to set the bar low enough to trip on it, it's time for rumors. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> This Mike, music always gets me in the mood, baby. Wake always up. makes me in the mood. Oh, yeah. oh, Where's Garrick's man. mom? 
If I had to pick, yeah. That's wait, wait, what? what? That was no, that was last. This episode. is her favorite music when we're you know. I was gonna say, yeah, this <laughs> is love. this is her boots music, her knocking boots music. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, play mm. me that sweet rumor sounds. <laughs> Go That's what my mom. Very, very sweet. Exactly rumors. what she sounds like. I know. <laughs> Dick, what you doing on that podcast up in there? <laughs> well, boys. She doesn't know what a podcast <laughs> is. Off the basement. You don't know what that radio show. That's <laughs> that's on the radio. Yes, yes, I I'm know. on the radio. I try to get her to shut up about that, but it just—it's. Uh, you know. I don't know what channel he's on, but he the, goes out there on the airwaves and tells everybody everything. It's the radios, <laughs> just like the WalMarts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where do you think my mom is from? <laughs> Louisiana. Oh yeah. Raised on the Bayou. <laughs> Yep. yep, I'm Creole. Old <laughs> Crawfish. He doesn't like that Star Wars and stuff. <laughs> Them lightsabers. Lightsabers. Would he not play his Nintendo? <laughs> he I'm does like those lightsabers, Tommy. I do like them. I just want to know if she knows Nigel. Liam Perrault. <laughs> It's too fair. <laughs> it's too fair. Mon cher. Beignet. Mike, anytime you want to drop it. You guys brought that enough. I just know food. That's all I'm I know. I'm just letting you go, man. Oh, he down there on his, on his telephone talking on the radio. Get some good, boy. <laughs> See, you oh. still want to go. So oh. don't, don't, don't give me this Mike get going kind of stuff. Well, dang, Come on, Mike. Dang, dang. <laughs> Well, a couple weeks ago, we was uh, talking about <laughs> all the new uh, expanded universe novels that I'm getting uh, a cramp in my cheeks. I really we got coming out. Oh, yeah. Well, what do we got? So this week, this week we thought about, uh, or I thought maybe we could have a little discussion here, a little round table. I don't want to, so to speak, chicka, chicka, for fans that have watched the movies and are considering getting into the expanded universe. What is what is the essential reading? The uh, the Verge this week has kind of come out with uh, this idea. And uh, no, actually, that's not actually a, a bad thing to say. Anyway, uh, point point being, this has kind of been some discussion uh, this past week and just want to open it up to you guys. I mean, uh, do you... Do you just recommend to people, you know, the new stuff that's part of the new canon, or do you expose them to... You know the old legend stuff, and and mm. if so, what do you expose them to? Wow, I'm, I'm really trying to hold it back. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, son, that's a good question. I had someone actually I was discussing with uh, with uh, someone that we went to the Garrick and I went to college with. Mark it off on your cards, and uh, um. <laughs> He would. He had. Uh, he had previously mocked us about the fact that we read the Star Wars books, even though even in college you say he's a big Star Wars fan. But he's one of those people like I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and he just seen the movies. Which well, we to pe- at him. yeah, people who are into the <laughs> EU are like, that's great. You're one of those, and they're like, no, you're one of those. <laughs> no, you're one of those. And yeah. uh, but he read Thrawn, and he really, nice. really liked it. Really? Yeah, really liked it. So he's uh, we were Facebook messaging back and forth. He's like, well, what are the what are the other books about? And I'm like, well, the other books as of now aren't canon, uh, but there's no reason why you shouldn't read them. 
even right. though, you know, especially before, you know, let's say that theoretically in the next season of Rebels, Thrawn dies. Well, hurry up and read these books now because they won't be yeah. as interesting <laughs> if you know that the characters all died, you know, years and years before that. So, uh, but See, I've yeah. kind of I've kind of felt the same way. I mean, there's some really good stuff in that old Legends. Now, I mean, oh, yeah. we've we've talked you know a lot at, at length and <laughs> refer to past episodes um, from the beginning of our timeline, so to speak, and and see what our criticisms were. Of, Go listen to them know, all. <laughs> but uh which people do actually by the way there's a lot of binge listening going on nice but uh there's also people who cut themselves mike <laughs> <laughs> that's true very mental true. health has a mental health problems have a lot of faces that's all <laughs> so anyway that point point being we've had our criticisms of us investing all that time just to have you know our precious legends flush down the toilet but uh, at the same time i mean you know, the the Thrawn trilogy for certain, I, I think that for me, that's still essential reading for any Star Wars fan. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. if you want, yeah. I mean, if you want, especially if, uh, you know, for your friend, if he, if he really enjoyed that Thrawn novel, I mean, I think he absolutely needs to go back. Yeah. I told him, I said, exposure. I said the difference is, I mean, those books aren't just political thrillers, but the politics of, you know, and Thrawn's thinking are a major part of them. You know, because he is the central villain. I said, but right. it also has the main characters and a lot of action sequences and stuff like that. But and clones. I, the interesting thing that I because they're I mean, they maybe they were a little cheese ball, but at the time we had nothing else to go on. The yeah, thing that the sure. thing is now there's so much visual material between the Clone Wars and Rebels and other stuff to reference while you're <laughs> reading this stuff. It may be like way easier to grasp some of the stuff that Zahn was sure. describing to oh, people yeah. who had never seen any of the things that he was describing. They're now part of the canon planet species, stuff like that. Yep. So it, right. it may well be that it's even more enjoyable to read now. I, it's hard yeah. to tell. Yeah. You know, I'll have to go back and read those again. Yeah. I'll yeah, have to go back and read happened. those again for like the fourth time. Yeah. Usually <laughs> I suggest I Jedi because it's such a approachable book. I like, Jedi is so good, but my problem definitely. with recommending it is that if you have not read or are not yeah. familiar with the Jedi right. Academy trilogy, yeah. that's true. You yeah. have to read it. You have to read both. You have to either that or you have to read a really good Cliff Notes synopsis of the Jedi <laughs> Academy trilogy because it happens at the same time. And it's hard to understand the breadth and of and right. brevity of what's happening in i jedi in certain scenes of i jedi without having to be honest idea. though that that trilogy isn't bad either i i still people rip on kevin people. j anderson to no yeah, I end i don't i don't either <laughs> i like that book i felt like dark saber even did a lot to kind of tie up the barbara hamley mess of uh children of the <laughs> jedi like i i think i i I really don't hate on Kevin J. Anderson. And you know, you guys know me. I'm highly critical on him. I, I'll, I'll jump on the hell no train. There are people who are on the current list of Star Wars authors that are on my hell no train. But Kevin J. Anderson would not be that. If he wrote a new one, I'd read it. Hell yeah. Sure would. He's awesome. Yeah. He I think for my, sure, though, how about, would you guys uh, recommend the, the X, any of the X-Wing series? Uh, there was kind of two, two different Stackpole series. You ones. had the, I was going to say, you had Stackpole and Alston. Alston yeah. was a little rougher on the edges but the stack poles well were and see that gets, even, that gets even trickier because you kind of need to read the first uh x-wing uh stack pole <laughs> book before you read i jedi yeah because i jedi is all about it's a first person story of one of the characters who starts in the first x-wing book right so right. 
And I don't actually remember exactly how many of them before I Jedi happens, but I Jedi is a little bit harder to, to get started with. It's harder to understand if you don't know this character already and you get that character from reading the first uh, one or two X-Wing books. So the cool thing about the, the X-Wing series, I mean, where it takes place in the in the old timeline is it's basically, you know, they've defeated the the Empire at Endor and it's it's now actually there's been some battles with some warlords around the galaxy but now the new and republic the sea ruby the sea rook <laughs> don't forget yeah. them don't There's forget them, don't right? forget the blue but velociraptors basically it's the organization to retake course, they had paddles so. <laughs> that's why that's <laughs> why i find beamers. it impactful and fun so and there's no Jedi. Well, very little Jedi stuff. Yeah, there, so. there's the one character who is kind of force sensitive and then later. Right. <laughs> straight up. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Those are very um, good. Anything, Honestly, the Alston books are not terrible. There's just some really cheesy pie things in them. That's how yeah. I would say. So. Yeah. yeah, that whole X-Men yeah. series is amazing. Yeah, the Wraith That's Squadron whole. ones, though, yeah, are, are a the little. The Wraith Squadron was a little. A little. You got to be really invested to, yeah. to want to get through those. I, yeah. <laughs> but Rogue Squadron is phenomenal. And then all of the mm-hmm. ones about Rogue Squadron thereafter are great. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Essentially, and there's reading. there's quite a there's quite a few books in that series, like nine books or something. Yeah. But that yeah. Inc- that includes the Alston books, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I literally just skipped over the Alston books at the time. Now, there's some stuff that Alston wrote later that I liked a lot. But uh, but those, I just didn't have any interest in those characters at the time. When they got folded yeah. back into the new Jedi Order and stuff like that, I was like, oh, cool, because I already knew about them. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I just yeah. didn't, I didn't, I was like, okay, this series of books to me is about these characters, and that's what I want to read, not these other characters. So, yeah, I just. I think you're kind of hitting on it. I mean, the the Stackpole books, the essential stuff, the. <laughs> Alston books kind of more yeah, if you want more if, if, if you're you looking for more. more there it is <laughs> right <But laughs> the other nice thing about the rogue squadron books is that you're not really ripping away from even the current canon when you read those they really they really existed enough outside of the mainstream that i don't think that reading them will be like well clearly none of this happened except you know there might be a couple touches on like maybe a couple of mentions of like Han, Leia and Luke in situations that now are not part of their stories, but they're not about those characters. They're about like wedge and, uh, and a, and a bunch of new characters. So it's, it's more palatable, even though, you know, they're not canon books anymore. They feel like they could be ish. Right. Right. Any, uh, any one-off books stand out to you? Crystal Star by Vonda McIntyre. That stands out <laughs> as one of the worst books I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I can't, well, there's the, the MedStar the Med duology. Uh, it takes place during the Clone Wars. It's one of the, yeah. the best Clone Wars books, in my opinion. Yeah, there's only two, like and they're pretty, they're pretty short. So it's kind of like one book, I guess. They were, yeah. They were, it's, yeah. Hard for me to, read. it's hard for me to pick a one-off other than I, Jedi, which, of course, folds in with all those others, that I really, really liked. And I mean, shoot, half of what I read was the New Jedi Order, and that was all one continuous thing. So, ah. Yeah, New Jedi Order, I probably probably not a recommended. <laughs> well, it's like you can't recommend one book out of it and have it have any context. Even the couple of books right. that were actually kind of amazeballs, or at least had amazeball scenes in them, there's, right. you won't have the context to understand right. anything. Yep, anything. And exactly. that was one of the major problems in New Jedi Order. No one could come in in the middle. And having any like, idea what was going on. What did that end up being like 18 books or something plus yeah. ebooks and, and everything else? Yeah. I mean, it was just it was so much enormous and uh, really, I won't call it a misstep, but 
I, I admire what they tried it to do. Got, it kind of got out of control. I do yeah. too. I, I like what, where they were going with it, and they tried to redeem themselves with, ser- you know, with a couple of series after that. But well, yeah. minus the killicks, but <laughs> oh, ooh, swarm more. Yeah, if you, if if you want a fun book, I guess a standalone. Be uh, Timothy Zahn wrote uh, uh, Star Wars Scoundrels, which is kind of like an Ocean's Eleven type oh, okay, heist yeah. book with the uh, Han Solo, Chewie, Lando, and a few others. Yeah, kind of do like a. A caper, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty. Actually, good. I enjoyed. Uh, what were the What were the collection of short stories? The Tales books. Tales. Yeah, from oh, Tales, are good, yeah. Tales from Tales Jabba's from... Palace. I like Tales the bounty from and, and what what those were were is again collections of short stories by various authors, and what they would do is they would focus on. You know, well, we had Jabba's Palace and they had the Cantina, right? Those yeah. are the two main ones. And they would just pick a character in the Cantina or in Jabba's Palace and write a backstory for for them. And very interesting. Those were fun. I had I had a lot of fun with those. I don't know if it's Skype or the bad Diet Coke going on, but Mike's really slurring <laughs> his words at this point. So, uh, <laughs> but I agree. I actually really really like Tales uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, it sounds like oh, the Bounty Hunter. Too. Yeah, was right. that the first one that referenced Dengar rescuing uh, Boba Fett from the Sarlacc pit? Oh. I don't know if it's the first one, but I have it in there. I think, yeah, I think that was the first one. And then when they wrote the Bounty Hunter trilogy or the Bounty Hunter Wars or whatever it was called, right. uh, they ha- they fleshed it out in a much in a much more detailed yes. story. Right. Yeah. So but and they gave yeah. uh, Dengar a backstory where he, he was uh friends with Han. Well, I guess not friends, but uh rival to Han back on course uh Corellia. Yeah, and they were uh, swoop racers. Yeah, swoop bike racers. Right. Sweet. An engine with a seat on it. That's makes, right. Makes pod so, racing look like nothing. So which that's one of you is going to compile I got this face list? Up. We just did. It's you? done. Print it. Oh. All right. Oh. Yep. Don't you do transcripts of these shows? <laughs> You're supposed to be doing this. Oh my gosh, Anything? you guys. No one's crap. doing transcripts. Oh, crap. <laughs> any? Uh, I might have missed a few. Any post-New Jedi Order stuff? I mean, should, should they get in? Should anybody no. trek into... Like Darth Cadis or any of that. Would love, if you want to. I would love to recommend that to people, but the problem is only every third book is good. Yeah. Because right. Karen Travis, like they wrote nine books and it right. was what? Troy Denning three, Aaron Alston three, and Karen Travis three. Troy Denning's were terrible. Aaron Alston's were confusing, but he brought back cool callbacks and, and rep, tied in open threads from old stories. And that was right. cool. And Karen Travis's were about predominantly uh, Han Han and Leia's daughter Jaina seeking out Boba Fett, and right. and to like get trained to be and, able to beat her brother. Yeah, to be trained because her brother could match her pound for pound with the Force. So she went to go train with Boba Fett to learn the dirty tricks. And, yeah, that was awesome. And it was old angry Boba Fett and all yeah. the Mando like the Mando warrior farm reaver culture that is no longer canon because George Lucas hates good things. And that those three books were three of my very favorite Star Wars books of all times. But unfortunately, you have to read the other six to uh, you got to take the good. You take the bad. You take them both. I, and, I think and, a, and kind then, of a contemporary comparison to the to how Boba Fett was in those books would be like if you read the the old man logan series yeah in Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's really kinda, true that's kind of how except, Jan- how except jana is. jana was like older than six or seven years old <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but other than that it's pretty much that uh and yeah 
And See that that was a good I, thing about having these authors come back because Karen Travis wrote the uh, you know the the Imperial Commando or Republic Commando books, yeah. and she tied all of that stuff into her later books that took place way in the future. Incidentally, I follow Karen Travis on awesome. Twitter. Not nearly en- enough people do. It's amazing how few Twitter followers she has. Most of what she tweets, British politics and things she's cooking. <laughs> yeah, <I have> no, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I've 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 uh, had a comment back or two with her, and I'm like, uh, oh, I'm just like, wow, start writing some books. Why, why don't you have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers? You wrote, you know, I mean, Republic Commando, you know, yeah. she got major major props and following. For, I mean, there those books had a video game made out of them. Whatever. Or vice versa. What are you going to do? Was it vice versa? I thought she wrote the books first. <laughs> yeah, I think so. yeah. No, I don't think so. Whatever. Good stuff. They were good. That okay, was a good well, series. So we've talked about we've talked about the legends now. Let's go, let's go to contemporary, the new, the new um timeline, uh the new canon. Yeah, we so already to speak. did. He sell, he yelled Lost Stars at the very beginning of this conversation. Lost stars! <laughs> Anything, Claudia Gray. Okay, so for for yep. people that are just they've seen the movies and now they want to expand what's Oh, and don't name all of them, but what's what's essential? What do they need right now? Um, Thrawn. To, Thrawn. That's, yeah. Thrawn. Need for well, that's what? A, Just that's a, the thing. Nothing's essential yet because yeah, the, <laughs> it can't be. There's really nothing essential. Thrawn. Um, but there's Thrawn, some, there's Thrawn. some good ones out there, like Heir to the Jedi. Uh, that was good. That doesn't get enough love. No, and that was a really good book. Yeah, it was a first person from Luke's perspective. And okay. Right out oh, first person. Corey loves those. I yeah. love that Jedi. <laughs> it was it was like that. He was oh a no, Jedi yeah, it was first person, but present indicative or whatever, wasn't it? Like <laughs> no, it was first person. Was it? No, but, was that- but he's talking about what he's doing at the time. It's not like an account of what he did before, right? No, it was the first. It was just first person. Oh, okay. Like he, he, I, I like thought he was writing in a journal. Okay, okay, good. Because I, th- I was under the impression that it was like I walk across the room. I'm Luke Skywalker. I pick up a lightsaber. I swing it around. <laughs> uh, left. Do not understand left. Uh, your <laughs> options are right or four. Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. I was playing a text-based adventure game all of a sudden. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> I think Bloodline is another, another one that. Uh... Yeah. yeah, Bloodline that's is a, the that's yeah. a Claudia book, Gray. Right? Yeah. yeah. Other than yeah. having a horrible title, and this yeah. is this that bloodline takes place between Ep six and Ep seven, right? Yes. It's basically okay. the story of the foundation of the resistance. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Learn about some of the politics in the, in yeah. the galaxy. If, if you're oh, yeah. if you're really into Tarkin, that Tarkin books is a good book. Uh... You just have to enjoy dry <laughs> writing. <laughs> you just have to enjoy bad writing. Jimmy the Looch, huh? But it's yep, the it's, Looch. It, it's 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 a good Tarkin book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all the Tarkin yes. books, I'm telling you, what, that one's a good one. Yep, that's the best the, one. It's only the best one, but it's a good one. <laughs> uh, Dark Disciple is pretty good. Yes, I mean, yeah, we, that's I, another one. Remember, remember we, the part I, when Mike said, "Don't just name all the books." <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not naming it. Did we ever say aftermath at all? Yeah, I feel like that. Bear is pointing out that you've said all the books except aftermath books. <laughs> I know we did. We were kind of kind of telling. 
we kind of poo-pooed Dark Disciple and reviewed it, and I don't know why. I can't, for the love of me, life of me, I can't remember why. That's because I really like that book. Yeah, that was one of your eight-hour review sessions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was probably, I probably just got. I could get a lot of myself. poo-poos <laughs> off it during that time. No, but that was really good, yeah, especially yeah. fans of the Clone Wars, and uh, it, they did bring Quinlan Boss back from the canon, which was awesome. Yeah, Dooku so. was in it. Dooku, he yeah. was in. He was in the Clone Wars, though. The cartoon, wasn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He was. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. They brought him more into canon. More in, yeah. more in canon. Yeah. He got yellow eyes. Yeah. Uh, his he got had Kiffer powers. Yeah, Kiffar. Is it Kiffer or Kiffar? I don't know. Kiffar. Okay. Okay. How he listens, he knows. Yep. It also just yeah, looks like Kiffar. Especially fans of the Clone Wars is kind of a essential read right there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I'm not gonna read all that. So. Yeah. And of course, the new did we say the new Thrawn book? I imagine uh, Thrawn. if we didn't, it goes without saying. <laughs> Thrawn. Yeah, that was pretty good. Honestly, I know I've only really read cover to cover. I've only read Thrawn. I can't even say that about the first Aftermath book. I think I gave up like two thirds of the way through. I just got sick of it. Um, and you guys, you guys, you you know, you guys are kind of defenders of it, but at the time, but I think you've since realized that. Well, no, it's, I'm glad I've read or listened to them. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're sorry, <laughs> but there's no way I would recommend it or go back and read it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a good assessment. I, but the reason why I feel like it's safe, despite how how little I've read, to pimp that Thrawn book so hard, because first off, I knew I was gonna like. It. That's why I read it. Um, but I really, and you know, I'm an old man, and I'm not Mike old, but I'm old, and I oh, enjoy that old. I know, oh. I know. Uh, I enjoy a book that is more cerebral, not because I'm intelligent. I'm just too old to read a bunch of action stuff and, you know, keep up with it. <laughs> and so I, uh, I enjoyed the fact that it was so very much about the politics and, you know, and deciphering people and their motives and backstabbery. That's the kind of, that's the kind of intrigue I really like. Now that's why I've liked Zahn's novels historically, which did have a lot more action, was because they still had that foundation to yeah, them. Yeah. And I that's what I like. I like I either like all that or a good mix of that plus other stuff. And sometimes I feel like I'm reading books about characters who are just kind of dumb. Their motivations don't strike me as really that <laughs> they they're very one dimensional. And everybody talks about all the great characters that Wendig wrote. And I'm like, no, he created different kinds of characters from what we've seen before. But I don't feel like they had much depth to them. I felt like they were kind of just what they were. They might have quirks. They might have certain things about them, but it doesn't exactly play into their behaviors or anything or have any type of impact on their motivations. It's just all a bunch of little asides. He likes to write in all like little little factoids and asides into stuff that doesn't have any deeper meaning. And I and I they, it annoys me. I'm like, you're clouding up my reading time, pal. When to go? Well, yeah, I, I, you actually make a good point. I, you know, we have. He's named after a font, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck Wingdings. Yep. That's right. But, Finger and Dan. You know, I have limited time to consume any kind of uh, books or anything, so I want to make sure that it's at least somewhat, you know, going to be good. Keep your attention. <laughs> Which those, is those pregnant pauses really made yeah. that land. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. intentional. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like, never mind. Yep. Something. <laughs> I something. Just, I don't know. I, I know. Kind of like what? I'm kind of curious. Something I'm, about your mom. Very. Oh, okay. I'm just depressed at the, the selection of Star Wars books right now. Yeah. 
Very. Really? This is depressing to me. Let's they're, move on. They're they're not. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? Howie's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there's a couple of gems, admit, and then that's it. You know. I do have to admit, I've. I mean, I bought a couple of the books. I haven't got through any of them yet. Not even one. <laughs> not and Thrawn. Come on, man. I haven't tried Thrawn. You. I, I, I don't know why, Mike. Did you listen to our review <laughs> of a motherless goat? You, your mother listen, is dead. You, I Mike. don't listen to this podcast when I'm not on. <laughs> You're dead to your mother, Mike. <laughs> no, seriously though. I mean, it hasn't. Nothing's drawn me in so far. So, Thrawn, and I used to read all of them. Crazy. Beehole, yeah, you were okay, like me, give, like day one. I'll give no, wait, no, wait. A, a try. Mike was not like me and a day one buyer. I was day one buyer. Mike would only day one buy the ones that came out in hardcover. For the yeah. paperbacks, he would wait until the science fiction book club would publish yes. them in hardcover. <laughs> I collected, yeah, I was a hardcore collector. I only did the hardbacks, so. Yeah. I was a consumer. <laughs> I was a collector. Yeah. I'm bad. I'm like, I'm like Garrick. Yep. Yeah. I am a collector. So what else is going on? What, what more rumors we got? I want we some more rumors. Some, uh, we have some photos that have been leaked from the set of Han Solo. You guys what? interested in, in some of that? Who's some of I'm that. I'm too impressed right now to go on. Who piqued my interest, Mike? <laughs> piqued your interest? <laughs> yes. Howie's Peaked over there. quite thoroughly. Howie's well, so we, depressed. I got it. He's over there listening to past episodes of Fly Casual. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Trying to catch up. Episode one. <laughs> who would leak photos of a of a beloved property like well, Star I don't Wars? Know who's TMZ. Yeah, I know no, it's no, TMZ. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It is. Yeah. Now, the, the set the set photo is uh, is an overhead. It looks like it's actually pretty high up. I, I can't tell if it's a drone or. It has to be a drone, you I would imagine. You can't tell from the height and fidelity of the picture the actual nature of the vehicle carrying the camera above it. It could be what a guy kind of amateur are we dealing <laughs> with here? It's a satellite. <laughs> yeah, satellite photo. There buzz you droid. go. It was That's a buzz droid. They <laughs> <laughs> have dunium cores. So anyway, this <laughs> is, uh, again, from the set of the Han Solo film. It is a, um, it is a desert scene. And uh, there have been rumors that we are returning to Tatooine. So because this, we can't this is, have a Star Wars movie without <laughs> a desert. We only yeah. did it twice in the past. Tattoo and those two movies were exceptionally tattoo. successful. But why should we go back? Let's crawl up our ass. That's my song. That's my Tatooine song. Sure. Why not? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, uh. So, yeah, so you, too, should go to betterkind.com and click on the show notes for F-138. And, and other bands, for that matter. Yourself. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so interesting. Any any observations on this uh, this overhead photo? Anything that you guys see that sticks out? That I hate is sand. Interest? Yeah, me, too. <laughs> and it gets I, feel like, I feel like we've been here before. <laughs> it looks like a buried city. <gasps> yeah, it, it does. It, it does. From, the, from this angle, it looks like stuff's just sticking out of the sand but the jetta uh, no i'm guessing i'm guessing we're not in mos eisley this time no but i it, it looks be. like tatooine but probably i mean it could be mos eisley but you'd have very limited angles i mean they're sure then again they're right. going to cg in 90 percent of the buildings 
Yeah, they're going to CG in the grass too. Yeah, and the dewbacks. <laughs> yeah, this is actually. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, this is actually uh, Naboo. You it's just it's easy to digitally replace sand than it is, you know, grassy stuff. Well, the sky is naturally blue, so they don't have to spend money on a blue screen. There you go. Yeah, just shoot up. <laughs> superimpose on the <laughs> as we record I'm, I'm seeing some new stuff hit too and it looks like there's a couple of shots of um oh boy i'm gonna i'm gonna slaughter the name what's the actor's yes, name yes you, you are guys do it. <laughs> no you say it mike you say it you say it right Al- now alden alden aaron right <laughs> you just you just want to push you actually that said it right though I, I know but I that's why i had to cut right. him off i can't have people hearing that crap that's not what they're here for. <laughs> Dude, there are like, what is being right? described as photos of him in costume. Oh, yeah. So it looks like he's standing next to a security officer of some sort, probably escorting to and from set. I lot, don't know. It a looks lot like more he might wavy, have... delicious hair on his head than I've seen yes. in the past. <laughs> he's got some, yeah, some very, uh, some very 1970s Harrison Ford yeah, head of hair going on. Looks like he got beat up a little bit. Yep. Yeah, it looks like he may have been in a scuffle. I'm trying to determine. I looks like he might have like an overcoat or something on. I, I rumors from Force Awakens, if you recall, and even uh, Last Jedi. You know, actors were forced to wear these big robes and stuff going between sets. And um, looks like maybe that's what he's got on. Mike, here. I think your hamster's choking. You're going to want to get that <laughs> checked out. Sorry, I got a little buddy hanging out tonight. Nice. I. Uh... <laughs> I, I want to drive the speeder, <laughs> the speeder in the leak photo that where they've taken a, like a car uh, platform and just built a speeder around it. You know, screw the screw the 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 speeder on a rail where we're like, you know, vaselining the lens and stuff. They're just like, <laughs> just put it on a car. It's fine. <laughs> and I want it so bad. It looks cool. Also, hey, Garrick, you look at, are you looking at these photos? No. Okay. One of them, uh, the one of the photos looks like the back of a, a, a repulsor vehicle of some sort. You, oh yeah. You could convince me that's the back of a swoop. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, if you remember specifically the swoop racing from Knights of the Old Republic, that's not yeah, that that's different right. looking. I'm just saying. You gotta hit those boost pads, man, or else you're not gonna finish in that's time. That's right. You're not gonna get all the credits. Someone call Fanboy Y. I think we've got uh, some connections to make. I'm just mm. saying. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. might be might be worth a call. Yeah, yeah. The, you know what? We got zilch from Rogue One. Rogue One was such a dry desert in terms of like leaked photos, especially at this yeah, point. There was there was almost nothing. We got I think a couple of stormtrooper shots. Yeah, we're only a couple months into shooting, and now we're to get leaked photos of the main character, the title character, and some vehicles and stuff. I'm like, see, this doesn't spoil anything for me, but this is what I like. I want to <laughs> yeah, see man. this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like the vehicles are all blocky and like really rough seventies yeah. looking. Yeah, that, that has me excited. Yep, about this. Yep, yep. They're gonna CG those too. <laughs> they built them. Stuff. They built them just to mess with you. They're they're gonna CG grass on them. <laughs> yep, there's gonna be grass all over those engines. Oh, cool! They're very eco friendly. You know what they say? If there's grass on the engine, probably what? probably doesn't run. Yeah, yep. yeah, because grass doesn't normally grow on an engine. Yep, moss doesn't grow on a Rolling Stone. There, Garrick. Nope. Just saying. <laughs> I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Yeah. Do you? Mm. Yeah. I try. Well, this next story that hit, I'm surprised that Garrick 
didn't have something to say about this in the toy report, but there have been some what? There have been some uh, leaks that have happened because of uh, toys that are coming yeah, to market. There's always and, uh, leaks there's because of toys. Have been some taking a leak uh, right now. <laughs> you're right, though. When when the toys come out, it seems like that there's lists and there's names and things that come out, and uh, that's what's happened here with F8. I feel like so. half the time they put like packaging together, and they've been given so little <laughs> to go on that they just make some wild guesses. And they don't think they're like, well, we're just making a wild guess based on what we'll be heard. And they forget how top secret it is because they're pulling it out of their butts. But it's actually half the time a really good guess. And so that it gets out and everybody's like, oh, now we know. And Lucasfilm's like, damn it. Do that. Damn it. Ah. Guys. Now, the one thing that I see on here that really piques my interest. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, a Stranger Things three pack one and two. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Well, according to a list leaked on Reddit over the weekend, new characters will appear in the upcoming Star Wars film. Some of the new names That's used on some of the toys include Foxtrot and Cool Beta. Oh, that's cool among Beta. others. Beta. Now, but here's here's the thing: those don't those sound like code names to me. But I got I got to be honest with you. When I first had heard the word or the term Captain Phasma, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought there is no, no way, way that is a real name. That is the stupidest <laughs> damn name I've ever heard. So oh, Dameron, they're jerking her jeans. A, since we're in a post F7 world, Foxtrot and Cool Beta, <laughs> I'm not putting anything past them. Yeah, the new <laughs> the new cool droid team up, Foxtrot and Cool Beta. <laughs> you see all those Rick and Morty figures? <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, uh, cool beta. That sounds like uh, that's a, that's gotta cool be a droid. Beta. Wasn't beta the name of the the android it's replacement a- in the in the last Starfighter? I mean, surely that's a reference to that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, sure, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. Gotta be. I mean, come There's- on, Zando Zans looked a lot like Mon Cal. I'm, really, with sharp I'm really excited I'm for Darth Vader. Yeah. Are you guys are excited for Darth Vader. Vader. There, there is another one here on the list. <laughs> this has got to be legit. <laughs> is the hey, Star Wars E8 BL Guards of Evil four pack? Edel Beetle. Guards of which Evil. Episode eight. F8. Guards of Evil. Could be the, uh, the Knights of Ren, maybe. I don't know. We think. Mm. Knights of Ren. Or, or like yeah. the Elite Guard of Snoke or something. Yeah, Ooh, that's a four cool pack. Too. Yep. Speaking of Snoke, some of these, some of the rumors online that are swirling around this particular story seem to indicate that there is, and and this may have all changed with the death of Carrie Fisher, but there seems to at least have been at some point, um, either in F eight or nine, a, a confrontation between Leia and Snoke. Um, the rumor had it that. Leia in F8, early in F8, was either going to be injured or captured or something to that effect, and that she was going to be brought before Snoke, and that there was some sort of confrontation. So I like the idea that, better, like she's the angry mom putting on her mom jeans and going to school to talk with the principal. Like, you messed up my kid! <laughs> she's like Bev Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Big old blonde hair. Sweater. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Classic. Got nowhere I'm else to go snoo. with that, really. But so yeah, Snoopy. interesting. I don't know. I mean, we're we, Snoopy. I think we heard Snoopy. last. What was it last week that uh, KK came out? Monster. KK came out and admitted that uh, we're yeah, we pretty much rewrote all of nine because yeah. Carrie died. Yeah. So 
nice of them to finally admit that. But uh, so, yeah, so all this may be, well, whether it was ever true or not, who knows? But so uh, much for so much for the May release on nine. They would have been right this time. This have been the one. <laughs> yep. The one Star Wars movie to they come out right six months track. after the last Star Wars movie. Well, boys, Sheevy Palps. Yeah, Sheevy like Palps. He's making a return to the franchise. What? what? He Actor did. Ian McDermott is rumored to be uh to have actually already come in and recorded his lines for ep- I'm sorry, season four of Rebels. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna be kicking back on vacation. Which- is yeah, actually a little surprising because they've got an actor yeah. that's played Sheevy Palps in both. I think it's the same actor that played him in both uh, the Clone Wars and Rebels because he's mm-hmm. he's already appeared in Rebels. So, mm-hmm. um, but I guess when you got Ian McDermott on the line, you bring in the real thing, right? You know, well, he ain't doing nothing. The guy that does like the guy that does Tarkin, the guy that does uh, that. Uh, yeah, he does yep. like. He that does guy. like a whole bunch of them, right. Like he, I love those voices. I've never cared for the guy Steven who does Stanton? the emperor. Yeah. I've never cared for the guy who does the emperor's voice. But maybe it's the same guy. I've just never liked that voice or the Palpatine well, they never voice. Had a, have they ever had an old emperor? Like a, the old guy? I don't think in Rebels. I don't remember ever seeing him or hearing him. Either like, way. Now, in the very first episode of Rebels, there is a conversation between Vader and the emperor. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that voice, and also as Palpatine, Senator or Chancellor Palpatine in the Clone Wars, I never cared for it. I was actually probably the most unimpressed with that voice. Even the Anakin, which sounded zero like Hayden Christensen, <laughs> a blessing. way better. A blessing. Better, yeah, yeah right. so you couldn't really fault him that. The Obi-Wan was pretty good, you know what I mean? But I never cared for the Palpatine voice, so I'm actually kind of, I'm really kind of, I don't want to say thrilled, but like, I'm like, kind of like, yeah, yeah, get Gideon in here and, and, and palpatine it up a bit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why not? Hey, we've deal. had, we've had, uh, um, yep. The big names come. <laughs> yep. Sure Lando. We've had the, yeah. We've had Lando. We've really? had Vader. So we've yeah. had the big names come in. Why not bring in Sheevy Palps? Exactly. Why not? Make it the triumvirate. The triumvirate. Yeah. Triumvirate. My is this a third trail? <laughs> You've been way too on that button here. You know lately, what? Buddy. You Which know, one's Mark Antony? You need scotch to function. That's what I've learned tonight. I'm just saying. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm just not on my game. I know. That button hasn't gotten much use lately, but these last couple of <laughs> You're just trigger happy tonight. Is that what it is? It's well, me. Hey, it guys, must be me. Yeah. It's you. It's totally you. It's always you. It Come is. on. It is. That's why I listen. Admit it. Admit it. Why hey, well, it? um, I've got something here that i think Corey's gonna fill us on it's me i, I totes didn't listen to you when you were telling me about the story i know because you know i actually pay attention to the news and rumors going through uh <laughs> yeah do you <laughs> yeah a little oh. bit a little bit, little bit. You, you, you look at your rss feed yeah. i don't see i said i, set I up rely my, on potter if potter doesn't post it i don't read it i set up my personal rss feed uh for all the sources that i appreciate and then the yeah. listeners get to reap the benefits that's all i'm saying <laughs> That's all I'm so saying. Luke's got a Luke's got a new thingamabob, right? New In toys is what I get out of this. New toys oh. because I should have been covered by toys. <laughs> well, unfortunately, they're not toys yet, to my knowledge. But these what? are rumors of hot gear that they, Luke uh, Skywalker shall. Is will, it new? Like, 
Is it new like Jedi toenail clippers? Is that what's going on here? I would Sweet. totally use it's Jedi toenail clippers. Deodorant. Lightsaber? Like, lightsaber? I've got I've got like my Chop big toes. Those nails on my big toes are like freaking on like dumb and dumber, man. I've got I gotta take like Gross. the angle grinder to my toenails. So if I could have like a little light like light clippers, lightsaber clippers, yeah, I'd right. be all upon. But no. No, in this case, uh, the, we Jedi, found, the Jedi Shape Club is that it? No, it's no. It actually, uh, <laughs> what we find out is that uh, this rumor the blades is, are so much cheaper on makingstarwars.net <laughs> is that uh, Luke will be carrying some sweet gear such as uh, that which you might find on a, uh, a Jedi cross country runner, uh, he, uh, an orange backpack. Um, Okay. Cards? And in it, uh, a water <laughs> bottle, I'm assuming now, Gene. <laughs> okay. And a cattle prod, because sometimes you really get off the beaten path. And you you got to motivate know. Ray somehow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your Ray in line. <laughs> yeah, we've heard these rumors that, that Luke... That's how we train Jedi. That okay, Luke's befriended all this all these uh, these beakless puffin creatures on uh, Octo. And, He's uh, named them all. Yeah, the Porgs, and uh, uh, what they're called. And so, but apparently they still get out of line sometimes because he's got a walking stick <laughs> and a, damn article I've ever read. a lightning rod, <laughs> like a, a little, like, like, you know, and probably, probably I'm imagining he, he actually built this little uh, cattle prod thing one day when he's sitting there talking to Forrest ghost Yoda and uh, a little pork like climbs into his snack box and pulls something out. And Luke's like, you know, I've, for the last several years should have made something to fix that. You know, because, you know, Yoda, Yoda rolls his eyes because he's the one who dug through a snack box. He was like the original snack box digger. Right. And so Luke makes a cattle prod and just starts zapping all the little porgs when they jump into the snack box. And he looks at Yoda. He never breaks eye contact with Yoda when he does. It just glares at him like this is you. I'm, I'm prodding you right now. Yoda. Kind of like prodding yeah. Garrick's mom. That's all I'm yeah. saying, really. Oh, 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 oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Why does that keep coming up? Because uh, <laughs> your mom's good in the sack, dude. Come on. Dude. That's what, what Garrick's listen? mom said. <laughs> she that? agrees that she's good in the sack? No, she just wonders why that keeps coming up. Oh. <laughs> it won't stay down. God, we're terrible people. Um, no, not at also, all. he's got an intergalactic space compass. Of course. I'm just going to let that sink in. Does he have a towel? He's intergalactic space compass. He's okay. got an intergalactic space compass. Uh, does, I'm assuming he has a towel. Point to Coruscant or a three-dimensional or? compass. I don't know how this thing uh, how this thing works, but apparently uh, the interior of the box has metallic dials with Arabesh writing inside, denoting some space version, some quote space end quote version of north, south, and east, west. So it it's a space compass that tells space directions, oh, and it has a needle like star, wow. stargate. It has a needle that points the way, uh, and it so likely has something to do with the sort of map-looking uh, things that we saw on what we're taking to be possibly the Journals of the Wills in the trailer. Uh, so those kind of books and things like that that look kind of mappy, there's a, apparently some old-school magic space compass that goes along with it. Please, God, please, God, let this all be just some nerd in a basement making this shit. Cattle prods <laughs> and space compasses and yeah, orange backpacks. Oh, if this came out of Ryan Johnson's head, I've lost all faith. Start your cosplay engines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway. Holy shizzle. That and we've got a rumor that came packaged along the same article on makingstarwars.net uh, that towards the end of the film, uh, we can expect that 
uh, that Luke and Ray are going to have to part waysies, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, she's going to go, uh, she's going to go uh, Kylo hunting and Luke's going himself on a good old fashioned snow hunt at the Ooh, end of the that's movie. That's why he needs Ooh. a cow. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, that's right. There's only Snoke one is a cow. Way, there's only one Confirmed. way to take out a Snoke. You got to have a paper bag and a yeah. cattle prod, and you tap it on the ground in oh. front of the paper bag. That's how you go Snoke yeah. hunting. Oh, you know that's snipe hunting. His, My bad. I, I thought you put a box on a stick and put some candy. In there. <laughs> a box on a, a stick and a whiny emo kid under the box. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's how the Snokes come out. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, whiny emo kid." <laughs> is he force sensitive? Yeah. Oh, I'm up in that. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah. A little bit more of the rumors for Ep8, the kind of rumors that we've really been having a hard time coming by. I mean, back when, you know, filming was just starting, we were getting some of like the full script, like full plot synopses, which those are 90% of the time complete and total whiffs that someone made up. But uh, but this it's been pretty tight and we've said it several times. It's the rumor mill turns very slowly these days So to actually get anything like this is actually kind of an interesting thing because these are non-specific details, if that makes sense. Sure. They're, yep. they're details that don't have greater implications other than maybe the Luke and Ray parting ways at the end, but I think that might even be kind of predictable. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Should be yeah. all trained up by then. Right. Right Should on. Should be a full Jedi master. By yeah. The end of the she can spread her wings at that point. Yeah, that's Ooh. why she keeps jumping off that cliff and Luke falling did. down on that I'm rock. Dagobah. Yeah, he climbed. He climbed a hairy vine. Yep. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Just that's why he has the orange backpack. He needs the weight back there to to focus his force sensitivities because Yoda's dead. He cut off thing. Vader's head, but it was him inside. Oh. It was him. You should have said it was him instead. Uh, it was him instead. He cut off his own head. See, it rhymes. Yeah. That's a good reason to do things. I always say mm-hmm. if it rhymes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyhow. Mm-hmm. I think that what? caps off the rumors for this week. Gentlemen, Juicy. I know, I know. We actually had a little bit of meat this time, a little bit of meat. And hopefully we'll be uh, grinding out more uh, wonderful, uh, tasty morsels, which you'll Ooh. also be able to find Delicious. on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where Mr. Steve Powell, foreign correspondent in the UK, is your personal guru and really, uh, you know, CrossFit instructor in the world of Star Wars. And uh, all the wonderful things that come therein, whether it be reviews, rumors, and all the things we talk about here. Well, most of the things we talk about here, according to Mike, uh, you know, Potter doesn't even know. <laughs> you heard Blame it, it here, Potter. Potter, you know, Mike, and just being that way. So. I wonder if Potter... no, I think he, I think he does a great job. It's Corey's one that says he ain't hitting the mark. Did so. you realize? Oh, dang. I wonder sometimes if Potter wonders why we call him Potter and not Steve. <laughs> Because yeah, probably because we know a thousand Steve's. Yeah, I, I think it's literally <laughs> half the people I know. It probably Steve. is. Yeah. Even yeah. half the chicks are named Steve. Stevie Nicks. Hey, yeah. did you guys know Stevie, that, Stevie our own, that our own that our own Howie is is a Steven? Did you guys know that? Uh, Not only that, but right. a Stephen J. If we didn't if I didn't call him Stephen J. Howie at the top of every podcast, I don't think anyone would have any idea that that's Howie's name. Yeah. <laughs> No. Do, you know, do you know what people call him at work? Howie. 
Yep. <laughs> oh, I was oh. burned. Not yeah. to his, not to his face. That's my face, guys. The Come shizzle. On. That was actually my biggest concern uh, when when you met your wife that I was gonna that, that you that I was gonna have to get used to calling you Stephen, and even though she does, I don't. And then and then yeah, going to work, I'm like, oh crap! What if everybody at work calls him Steve? I I just can't. I just can't. It's been too long. We're past the point of no return, bro. Yeah. No. But thank God. Every there's also probably twice that you said my name, and it freaked me out. I know both times I immediately acknowledged the fact that I just did so, and you were like, "Yeah, that really freaked me out." I'm like, "Yeah, me too, me too." Don't feel good about it. So sorry, I'm so so sorry. I called you by your name. I want to call you Steve. My wife and Garrick's mom are the only ones allowed to call me Steven. Yeah, yeah. His wife says it, but Garrick's mom, she well, you know, screams it. Yes, she does. What the? That's two episodes in a row. Except when she does, it's Steve Hall! Steve Hall! Steve Hall! Ladies and gentlemen, also Who follow does? us on, on Facebook at facebook.com slash fly casual podcast and, uh, and run out to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice review. It's really important for help us to reach new listeners. And if you want to follow along on these things, Heck, go to betterkind.com, open up the show notes for the episode, and you can click right along as we're talking about the news and crazy stuff that we are talking about and see the pictures that we try to audibly describe like a bunch of idiot monkeys. But hey, that's what we are. That's idiot what monkeys. that's what we're about, son. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there somewhere's Mike. I want R5D4. Send that to P.O. Box. <laughs> what is our P.O. Box? Do we have a P.O. Box? Oh, Should we get a PO box? Get one. Never mind. Yeah. And over there is Steve. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. And over <laughs> there is, is Garrick. Go Saints, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go Saints. Yeah. And the I guess that's all they got in Louisiana. New Orleans. Yeah. They're Saints Saints country down there, I suppose. So that's, that's all they got. It's the <laughs> that's, only all, thing. that's all they got. <laughs> Everything else just went out with the hurricane. I'm gonna say <laughs> oh, that it's hell. Time to call this one jelly. DJ Mustard. <laughs> My son goes out on the radio. What I do? What that? Going on to the store and buy me some Max Pants. What? Don't you be playing with my hot colors now. Where do you think I live? Steve home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still laughing. I, I like how you're over there to hit the hit the stop button, but you're like, "Well, crap." <laughs> it's still That's going. It's Garrick's mom. Yeah, yeah. I never no, hit the stop button on Garrick's mom. <laughs>
<laughs> she doesn't want you to hit the stop button. She wants you to hit that go button over. And yeah, over she and does. Over, over and over and, and over. over again. Yep. What? We're terrible people. I want to. Oh, want, yeah. We are terrible, terrible people. Stay long. Well, you can guess what this app title is going to be. <laughs> <laughs>